My name is Reverend Chris Hughes, and I'm the youth pastor at Christ Church. And I'm so glad to be sharing this good word with you today. Um, today, I wanted to, as I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you, I, I found myself turning back to some of my um, some of my old favorites, my old teachers during this time. And uh, so one of those that I wanted to share with you today is uh, Wendell Berry. And uh, if you don't know, um, Wendell Berry is a Kentuckian. Uh, he got a master's degree at the University of Kentucky and taught there for a while. Uh, but now he spends all of his time farming. And I found him to be a great teacher on paying attention and on taking care of what's around you. And what's really funny is for me, um, it wasn't actually until I moved from here to North Carolina uh, that I actually started reading a lot of Wendell Berry. And uh, by the time I discovered him, I couldn't get enough of him. And uh, there I was, you know, three, 400 miles away. Um, and I grew up, he was all around me. Um, but I wanted to share some things, a couple of poems that have really taken on uh, some different meanings for me as we're spending this time uh, during this pandemic. This first poem is called, and I'm not going to say too much about them, uh, I'll, I'll, have, I'll read a couple poems and uh, I'll share some thoughts at the end, but I'm not going to say too much about the poems, just let them speak for themselves. This first one is called Wild Geese. And here's what it says. Horseback on Sunday morning. Harvest over. We taste persimmon and wild grape. Sharp sweet of summer's end. In time's maze over the fall fields, we name names that went west from here. Names that rest on the graves. We open a persimmon seed to find the tree that stands in promise, pale in the seed's marrow. Geese appear high over us, pass, and the sky closes. Abandon, as in love or sleep, holds them to their way, clear in the ancient faith. What we need is here. And we pray, not for new earth or heaven, but to be quiet in heart and in eye clear. What we need is here. The second one I want to share with you is called The Peace of Wild Things. And this is what it has to say. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water, and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things, who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water, and I fill above me the day-blind stars 
waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. Last thing I wanted to share with you is these words from Jesus. From Matthew chapter 6, familiar words that I'm sure you've heard before. Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What will we eat? Or what will we drink, or what will we wear, for it is the Gentiles who strive after all these things. But seek first the kingdom and God's righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. As all this has gone down, um, I've found myself spending a lot of time, uh, more time than usual, out here in my backyard. Um, and even though I live basically downtown, I found myself noticing a lot of um, a lot of creatures. Uh, the first couple of days of quarantine, I saw a cardinal. Uh, I went out in my backyard to grill one night, and I started hearing all these birds chirping and children playing. All these things I had never noticed or wouldn't have even thought were here in my neighborhood. I've even found. Uh, I shared with some of the staff, I found a groundhog that lives in my backyard now, and I'm kind of worried about what it'll do with my dog. Um, but every now and then, I'll catch him coming out of his hole, and he just munches on some little stuff in the grass, and um, and I'm worried about him, but whenever I see him, I just stop and watch, and it kind of slows me down. Um and so I haven't figured out what to do with him. I'll let you know. But there's something about all of this, this great big pause button that has been put on all of our lives. It's causing me to stop and to pay attention, to listen to the birds, to look at flowers. I'm learning a new rhythm of life and it's not so much about getting from place to place to place as it is about just being here, noticing what's around me, 
celebrating life even in these hard times. And so there's kind of a theme I've been noticing this week, um, but I just want to challenge you, to invite you, to encourage you this week to get outside. When you think despair of the world is growing in you, when you just don't know what else to do, take a minute and go outside and pay attention. And as you do, may you come into the peace of wild things. May you rest in the grace of this world and be free. May you find that what you need is right here. And in this holy week, even though we find ourselves in a lot of darkness, may we all find new life. Thanks for tuning in today for a good word. Thank you so much for being here. Remember that we are praying for you and we love you. And uh, remember, if somebody hasn't told you, we're going to get through this together. See you soon. Bye.